If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney, and that's good. Because during the Netflix is a Joke Festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. Hey, Pazanos, grab your macaroni and cannolis. We're going to go see a movie. Manja. We saw Little Italy, so you know what that means. Now it's time for Hello, people of Earth, and welcome to How Did This Get Made? We're back in the studio talking about a romantic comedy for the ages. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Jason Manzoukas. How are you, Jason? And thoughts? I don't know what this movie is. I'm excited to talk about it. I'm like, I am flummoxed. I I, I, I have all the questions in all the world. <laughs> well, I, I believe Does it that- take place in the 40s? <laughs> I know it takes place in Canada. We'll get into that. Canadian 40s? <laughs> uh, also joining me, as always, is my other co-host, June Diane Raphael, how are you, June? I'm great, Paul. How are you? Good. June, you know, you often um, ask us to do a, a good romantic comedy. Did you get your wish? <sighs> I don't oh, know wait, what I'm sorry. I got. Is this a good movie? To, Paul, is this unspooled? Are we doing <laughs> unspooled right now? Is this a good movie? Finally been asked. Yes. This, uh, oh. Guys, this <laughs> is definitely going to make the list of 100 greatest films of all time. Is this, the, is this your backdooring us into a podcast episode <laughs> of Unspooled by telling? What a prank. Amy is hiding under the table right now. Uh, guys, this, this movie. This this is insane. wild. I mean, is this an, an Italian exploitation film? I've heard black exploitation film. I've, I, 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 it's like, I should be offended by many things. I don't even know what. Well, listen, this is what I wanted to ask you. So you grew up in an Italian family. Yes. Did you ever use the words pa? Well, I mean, different places. I'm not also Canadian. Or, 
Macarona Mia. <laughs> hey, Mr. Macaroni is coming over <laughs> with <laughs> with Sister Cannoli, and everyone's gonna eat the pesto. Everybody is talking with like as if every single person in the movie is like straight off the boat. 1930s Italian okay, immigrants. Okay, here's my question. <laughs> it takes place in Canada. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. That, the when, movie yes. is called Little Italy. Yes, Little yes. Italy, New York, that the whole world no, knows? No. No. Little Italy, Canada. Canada. I'm assuming Toronto? I mean, look, when when also, Jane Seymour said, you need to go back home. To Canada. To Canada. <laughs> I was, well, my jaw dropped on the well, floor. When the movie starts, it's like, it's like a sketch of a one-person show. Yes. It's like, oh, our little Italy, we had a bunch of characters. There was old man, uh, you know, P- Pauliano. They're, you know, like, and it's their little kids yes. exploding firecrackers. Wait, wait, let, let's take a listen okay, to some please. of this opening, because it is pretty great. So gay with it, shop, no labor that wow. If you were to grow up in the best of all places. It would be our little Italy. We had the perfect childhood. To us, Little Italy wasn't just a few city blocks. Hi, Mr. Vitale. Hey, Mario. It was our entire world. We knew everyone. And everyone knew us. Can you push pause? At which point I was like, what Little Italy is this? I wrote like, this is not New York City. These are broad (sighs) boulevards. These are like big streets. (laughs) Okay. This is not... Our Little Italy. Well, first of all, it's like a ripoff of, like, Goodfellas. Uh, yes. But without any of the charm or style of it. Now, this is a question. Is there a Little Italy in Canada? I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure there is. I'm but sure do, this but is But do Toronto's- they have, fine, but do they have New York Accent? That's the problem. Everybody's doing a New York oh. Italian accent. The accents in this movie are crazy. You also cast <laughs> Hayden Christensen, who is not Italian at all. Oh, no. Uh, and they dye his hair in this movie jet I black. I want to talk about the hair dye Ugh. for a long time. I want to spend the majority of this podcast talking about the hair dye they used on these two but characters. This, 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 this part of the movie right here, yes. where it's like they're little kids, they're causing trouble, appears to be a flashback to like the 1950s. Absolutely. Appears to be like the Flamingo Kid. Or oh, like yes. A movie that is like, like from the past. <laughs> and I believe these scenes take place. 1999? In 2008. Oh, yes. No. no one million no. percent because they're just about 10-year-old kids. They're 10-year-old ten- kids and now they're in their 20s. Okay, so this Everyone- these flashbacks take place when the internet was around? Oh, Yes! One, one million percent when because... iPhones were around? Because everyone's all, still alive. They all should be on their iPhones. They are, what are they, 10, 12 years yeah. old? Yeah, they're, 10 or 11. May, Emma Roberts is what, 25, 20? It's probably like the, the mid-2000s. The, the exploding vegetable guy is still the same guy. Same guy, unchanged. Unchanged. Nobody, nobody changes. You know why? Because barely any of their lives have passed. These children, this <laughs> is not like four years. It could have been not a the week olden ago. days. This is not the olden days. By the way, and this is a pet peeve. I have two pet Papa peeves. Papa likes Mambo. Bop, what? Bop, bop, but Dude, this is the song for this. It should have like- been Macarena. Yes, it should no, have been it was so confusing. number five. And so the pizza shop is like the gingham tablecloths, yeah. the checker tablecloths, and like the little flowers and the parents dancing around. I mean, it 
it is so reminiscent of like the 1940s yes. New York yes. Little Italy that like we basically all, like that Moonstruck and, family. And we are watching all this before we know it's in Canada. And I would say that even with the wide streets, you could have pretended that you were in New York. Maybe. Why were we in Canada? Yeah. Maybe. What? Like, I know that there was a tax credit along the way, but then someone had to say, Little Italy in Canada. Yeah. Why did that become the... Th- but, but then I well, feel I like... Well, I did notice it's sponsored by Air Canada. Oh, yeah. Air Canada gets one of the biggest uh, oh. credit cards at the end of the movie oh. when you're watching the bloopers. Did you watch oh. the this bloopers? This is... No. Oh, oh you missed the out. bloopers this are really Canada, worth the price of This admission. is an Air Canada production. Did, was any of this, do you think the majority of this was filmed like on an Air Canada flight? <laughs> but weirdly, when Hayden Christensen's dating that girl, she is like from like airplane, airline. airplane airlines. I don't know, but like, <laughs> like I, <laughs> he, it is, everybody talks like they're a 1940s New Yorker. Yes. Like, oh, what are you doing? Like, everybody, D- Danny Aiello, like everybody. Danny Aiello, I think, is the only Italian person in this movie. Well, uh, no, Alyssa Milano's oh, Italian. Yes. Okay, there yes. are other, Ita- like, I would say Italians. if you were to look at a ratio chart, it's it would few. be. Yeah, it's, it's few. few. I would say they're in the minority. <laughs> well, that's why, okay. And every- so to just go back to the hair dye for a second. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> They both, our two leads look like shit. For the majority <laughs> of the movie, they look. There was a moment where I was concerned. They look undead. They yes. look unwell. Hayden Christensen, in Hayden Christensen, right? Yes. In particular, looks like sallow. Sallow. Yes. Yeah. He doesn't look like a well man. No, and I've seen him after this film, so I know he's fine. I don't know what was happening with the makeup there because there's a point where I was like, is he a junkie? Because yeah, like it looks, looked like his teeth had even a gleam so, to it. And, and the hair dye, what was so strange about the choices they made to make people look Italian was they could have, I mean, he is a blonde. They could have just dyed yes. his hair like with some darker highlights yeah. to just sort of give him a little more color on his hair. They tie his hair from like a CVS box, jet black. Yeah. Oh, and then jet black. And then they have the audacity to put him in a scene where it's pouring rain, and I'm like, oh, this hair uh, dye is gonna run. I mean, like he is going to. Well, I, I think mean, it was permanent, babe. I don't think it was. <laughs> you don't think they spray it on every it. morning? I would love it I don't if they were painting if they were, it on every day. Exactly. <laughs> That would be amazing. Uh, um, I felt like I over and over I wrote, is this a sketch? Right. Like, because it was so, um, so over the top uh, that they were aping all of the Italian stereotypes and archetypes of these movies. Like, I mean, like putting firecrackers in in, uh, fruits and vegetables. I mean, every. One of the classics. One of the classic bits. (laughs) Um, but like uh, to the grandparents, to the making of the sauce, to the ma- everything. Oh, you gotta squeeze the tomato like a man, but don't <laughs> a squeeze them too Manja, manja. Everybody's doing crazy Italian accents as well as New York accents, while also all being in Canada. Oh, and, and then and nobody has not a single person in this film has a Canadian accent. Sure, no, they don't have a Canadian accent. They don't talk about uh, I- immigrating in to this country. Nope. They don't talk about uh, nobody. There isn't a single person in this uh, movie who has a computer or a phone. No. <laughs> oh, you're so, right. You're right. I I never is. No one has ever on no, a phone. Which makes me oh, think. She's honestly, on a computer one time when she's time. making her me- when she's making her oh. menu, which is like. 
when she makes her menu for Currents? her restaurant. Cur- yes. I mean, that menu is... She's just like dragging like word art, like clip <laughs> fucking Denny's menu. How many menus it's have like, you? How it's many? like Clippy's gonna jump out and be like, "It looks like you're making a menu for a new restaurant." But Can I, I help? I mean, I'm not trying to be elitist here, but when you go to a fancy restaurant, there are not normally pictures, glossy pictures. <laughs> no, giant picture of an eggplant. <laughs> Okay, the craziest thing. So I started to think after a while, because nobody has any connection to the outside world, and she keeps on referencing, like, don't you guys want to get out of here? Don't you, Mom, did you ever want to leave here? Maybe there is a little Italy in Canada where they have no concept of the other little Italy in New York City. Are you, wait, wait a second. I love this. So you're saying that they are. They think they are little Italy. That they are the main one. They are are the the only one. The only little Italy. Are you guys familiar with the movie The Specialists? Oh, yes. I believe we need to do on this podcast. It's on our list. Is it Travolta that's in this I thought it was uh, Stallone. No, it's okay. It's two men who uh, are brought to a new city to like start a new club. Oh, no, yes, it's Travolta and that guy. Yes, yeah. yes, to start it is a, a new yes. club and like be American and it's awesome and blah 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 blah. And what they realize in the movie is they're in, they've been secretly taken to Russia and are training like Russian spies to act like Americans. Like this feels like it's very called similar. it's called the experts. The I watched experts. it all the time because here's the thing. There is no way in Canada. I love that movie. I love that movie. There's no way in Canada that that accent, I feel, would ever come to fruition. Again. Like that accent wouldn't find its way from an Italian language married to a Canadian accent. Well, also, no, no reference. The only way it could exist is if part of the extensive voiceover was like, our dads met in Brooklyn. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. They sure. came from Italy, they and then they moved here to Canada. <laughs> Although that would imply that every Italian around them, like her girlfriends, are also are just also picking in, up from that one accent. It, that wouldn't. Yeah, I agree. You're right because everybody's acting like they're straight up in like in hardcore Italian Brooklyn in like the 1940s. <laughs> I mean, and again, we're saying this movie. By the way, this movie came out this year. 2018. No, Paul, Paul yes. I'm yes. picking off yes. my earphones. It's, it's a current no. movie. Yeah, it, I am leaving just this came studio. Out. This movie, you can't even. What yeah. are you saying? It just okay, came when, out. Did, when would you have guessed this movie? 2002? Came? This movie came out this <laughs> like, actually, like no. last month. Yeah, last month. It was in the theater for like a day, and it just came on iTunes. That's the reason why we're talking about it. It literally just came on iTunes. <laughs> so June, June's. I wish June's facial expression could be project. It came out September twenty first. June, is, June is June is upset. June is aghast. I can, I think the only word is aghast. You look like you've just seen someone get murdered in June, front of you. June. It, it looks as though June has seen a ghost. I am stunned to my core. I am shaken like a rattle inside my body. I am so shocked right now. I don't know which end is up. <laughs> I don't know anything. What? Yeah, September 21st, 2018. This movie was probably in weeks production. Weeks ago, you're saying weeks, weeks ago. ago. Weeks ago. It came out in theaters. This movie was in production a year ago. In Canada. In Canada. <laughs> I mean, and and, oh, and and so we oh 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 we have to talk about 
I mean, consistently throughout oh, wow. this process. So you can't even blame like it's like uh, systemic racism, right? On it being from twenty years ago, okay? Right. Because but here's the <laughs> reason why I'm I thought. That. But here's the reason why I thought it was from I don't know at least five years ago. Okay. So a big part of the movie is uh, Leo, one of Hayden Christensen's part. He wants to update his pizza restaurant. You're saying it Leo? Leo? That they Isn't pronounce it Leo. It Leo. Leo. <laughs> but they pronounce his Italian family calls him Leo. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't I think they call been, him Leo. I think you've been married to him. Paul for too long. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's rubbing off. Yeah, I mean, they're okay. not calling him by. <laughs> they call him Leo. The Leo. grandma constantly refers to him as Leo. Princess Leo. <laughs> so he keep he he wants to update his family's restaurant and yeah. bring it to I guess this current year to uh, this September. Yeah. June, can you tell him how he wants to do that? He wants to do it, and this is why I thought it was so dated by creating a pizza app, pizza app. an app, and, because that's, and a podcast. Yeah. Wait, he says podcast? No, maybe I just podcast? made that up. <laughs> a pizza podcast I'm all in on. But the app for a small six-seat Italian restaurant seems like an incredible what waste of money. What ever be on that app? Uh, it, just order a delivery pizza? service? Look, we uh, we order from a place here in Los Angeles called Tomato Pie. They have an app, but they also have four locations. So that at least justifies something. Man, to spend the money developing an app... Would be crazy. Unless you're doing other content. And I guess that's why I thought you said think, podcast. Do you think that they were like going to do like. You have to be generating some other series, online community. Maybe some web series, some cooking class. I don't know. And, he, and he also, meanwhile, he also has like really unique, fresh ideas for new pizzas. Oh. So he is not only like a, just a straight up great businessman entrepreneur waiting to happen. He is like a professional level chef waiting but to happen. But that's the well, problem I have with the timeline of this movie, Jason. All- but here's the thing. They they react to the idea of putting a fig on a pizza. This is why the world feels so strange and so isolated. Right. As though it's the craziest yeah. thing they have ever heard of. Yes. Well, I that mean, they would put a fig on a pizza. That they right. would ever dare again to put a fig on a are pizza. Are they not allowed out? So you're believing that they don't they're not even allowed out of the area of Little well, Italy. All like, I know is that policemen. she keeps on tell she keeps on asking people like yeah. straight up, why haven't you left? Why don't you want to leave? Yes. And nobody has a great answer. And I I believe you when I say like I think that perhaps people in Canada aren't allowed to, to experience other kinds of pizzas. <laughs> like the idea of like a fancy fig laden pizza, of course in New York exists right. in like the late nineties, but in Canada, little Italy probably doesn't even yet exist. This but movie they haven't even got invented figs. it. Here's the They're thing. They're just though. getting sushi <laughs> right now. They're just getting sushi. To Canada. all our Canadian listeners, fuck you. But when we talk about things being like little Italy, little Korea, it's usually adjacent to a giant city. Right. What is this? Li- I'm little this, in reference to what? I'm assuming this is Toronto. So yeah. it's, I'm, I'm assuming this is Toronto's so Italian neighborhood. you're telling me that in Toronto, they don't have any pizzas that have, like, gluten this day. Can I, can I just, according can I just, to this movie, it, they, 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 <laughs> according to this movie, they have only ever had cheese on a pizza until 2017. <laughs> Let me just throw one thing out at you guys. This movie was also directed by the director of Mystic Pizza. No! Yes. What? Yes. Does he only make pizza-based movies? I, uh, the Wait a minute. What? I almost brought up Mystic Pizza as a reference. Because she's I, wearing the shirt that Julia Roberts are wore. Are you kidding? Yes. No, I'm not kidding. No. No. <laughs> 
No, it is directed Can by Can I ask guy. you a question? Yeah. Did that person make Slice? <laughs> Another pizza-based movie? Um, no, this guy has a very interesting career. Uh, yeah, he has, like, he made Opportunity Knocks with Dana Carvey, Grumpy Old Men, Richie Rich, uh, My Favorite Martian, Miss Congeniality, How oh, to wow. Lose a Guy in 10 Days, Welcome to Mooseport, Just My Luck, My Life in Ruins, and nice. Atlantic Gold. Like, a bunch of good movies. When which, I saw Mystic Pizza, yeah. I fell completely in love like like true crush yeah young like i have a crush on this woman in this movie who to me was so beautiful and so like exciting to watch and and you know uh uh and it was annabeth gish oh annabeth gish <laughs> i mean not that. julia no. roberts i, I was like who that. cares about julia oh, I'm roberts on a, i'm on a gish give tip me too. this annabeth gish <laughs> see i felt that way about <laughs> This gish is going to make me gush. The scene, the scene between gish <laughs> and the babysitter's dad, yes. the, 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 the babysitting the dad, dad yeah. is one of the best scenes. I mean, I, I couldn't, I could not get over what I was watching yeah. at that tender age. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's I mean, amazing. And she's incredible in it. I, and still incredible. Love America's sweetheart. Love. Everybody says. <laughs> Look, we love, I, I, I like an Annabeth. She could have been pretty woman. <laughs> I like an Annabeth Gish. I like a Jamie Gertz. I feel like these people need to Jamie Gertz. Oh, don't. don't. Come on. Jamie Gertz was everything. She was my favorite. Now we're back to ladies of the 80s. Now we're back to ladies of the 80s. Did I I already talk about this on the podcast that that I created a fake uh, Jamie Gertz fan event at my Blockbuster video? What? You have talked about that. Okay. Not the first time I'm hearing of it. Okay. All right. (laughs) Well, there you go. Let's do an old episode and retell that story that very rarely comes out. Um, Oh, Jamie Gertz. All right. So. Gish. uh, But when we're. Gish and Gertz. By the way, I'm going to pitch a movie. Gish and Gertz? To both of them. Gish and Gertz. It's the new Kathy and Lacey. Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival, and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie-cutter places, and I went on Airbnb, and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent 
or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Today's episode is brought to you by Cap'n Crunch. Who said the kids get to have all the breakfast fun time? Break away from the ordinary with Cap'n Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but a tasty bowl of Cap'n Crunch is an escape from morning monotony. Enjoy the bold flavors like original Cap'n Crunch, Crunch Berries, Oops All Berries, and Peanut Butter. Plus, the crunch you love is now available in cinnamon, and it is delicious even in a sea of milk. The crunch of Cap'n Crunch is epic. Yes, my family is all in on the cinnamon Captain Crunch. I didn't think you could make it better, but they did. I love my Captain Crunch, and now I love sharing it with my kids. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. Get Captain Crunch's new cinnamon crunch now at a retailer near you, and learn more at CaptainCrunch.com. Talk to me about the fact that when we're introduced to Hayden Christensen, it seems to me that he's just a delivery boy. Yes. He doesn't seem to be the chef. He doesn't oh, seem to, you know, point. and so that's what I found to be so weird. He just seemed to be the person they would send his, out. His relationship to the pizza uh, in the setup of the movie is that he loves delivering the pizza so he can fuck the women who are there to get the pizza. Sure. But yet he that's loves. only connection. But yet he loves pizza so much. He's installed a very expensive pizza oven in his apartment. Like, I mean, not, he not, worked... Not even in his apartment, in Luigi's apartment. That's Luigi's apartment? Yes. Yes, he's living with Luigi now. I didn't realize oh, that. Oh, can we talk about when he goes up to Luigi's roof? The rooftop garden? Yes. With, he, did you notice something interesting about it? All the random lamps? Yes. <laughs> there are so many lamps. Every time you look, and I know this is a, this is a, <laughs> these this are, is a visual thing. These but, are indoor lamps yes. that are just... Like, like, have all been painted uh, and are just on the rooftop. I, Listen, in Southern California, we uh, the the design aesthetic is all about bringing the indoor outside, outside, and, yes. and the outside inside. But in Little Italy, Canada, I feel like the weather conditions year round you are could, not. Look, June, we were in Canada. Remember how cold it was? Our children refused cold. to walk outside. They're like, it's too cold. When you would breathe, it would hurt your lungs. Oh yeah. This is not a place where you have, no, literally, I'm counting right now, 15 <laughs> indoor lamps. Indoor lamps that are outdoor. Yes. Oh, wait, is that the roof? That is the roof. Here yeah, is the, yeah. yeah, these are all indoor <laughs> lamps, shaded lamps, table lamps, shaded lamps. desk lamps. <clears throat> it's the kind of thing that, like, th they're using as light for the movie, but if you think about it, like, the first time it rained, that would cause an electrical fire. Oh, instantly. Uh, amazing. I mean, uh, definitely. Um, but, I mean, I guess the thing is, is that their their chemistry was so good uh, that you weren't even looking at that kind of thing. You don't even notice all the lamps. This place is, like, drowning in lamps. Uh, I, I found their relationship to be confusing yes. because she comes back to Canada and doesn't seem to have any like she's not upset with Canada. She doesn't race to get back. There doesn't seem to be any like movement like, well, I'm not only here for a couple days. She seems to be like, I'm back in here. We I go. also never get a satisfying um, uh, you know, like it's, it's it, the movie starts with this flashback where they're like teenagers, 12, 13, yeah. somewhere in that zone, probably. <clears throat> they're playing soccer. They're lighting firecrackers. They're like, they're the, they're the neighborhood best friend uh, kids, right? Right. And then they play th soccer together. They play a team sport 
one on one, which is the dumbest thing ever because one person always has to be the goalie. And they're obsessed with the who's the winner and who's the loser. And the setup is always he's just shooting on her. Yes. she uh, Her only That's ability to win upsetting. is to block. And, no, and, listen, I was a soccer player. Okay. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> and, uh, traveling soccer player. <laughs> yes, and an athlete in general. Okay. She, that scene where she I know this to be true because uh, June's dad spoke about this at our wedding, uh, <laughs> was one of the, the the big things that he highlighted, the, the proudest really? accomplishments were your traveling soccer and basketball accomplishments. And yes, he spent the majority of his speech just going over my stats. <laughs> As an athlete. Um, I do remember him passing out um, homemade cards, uh, uh, player cards. But um, it was like a Bo Jackson card, like on one side you were baseball and the other side you were football. So I recognize, you know, I mean, and listen. Game knows game, is that what you're saying? If you looked at me right now in my physicality, you might not automatically think that's an athlete. Elite athlete. No, that might not come to mind. Or maybe it does. does Maybe it does. Okay, great. But if put on a court, if like push came to shove and I was having to play one-on-one, whatever, I do feel like you would see something would come back. There's a history there. Yes. Yep. Okay. When Emma Roberts is playing (laughs) soccer. In the rain. She looks so deeply uncomfortable and out of her league. Yeah. And like she has never, not a single time once played a game of soccer. And Hayden Christensen is not only in the well in the film is coaching the the soccer team and then basically is like let's go outside right now and let me kick these balls at you. Well, that's the thing is like he's drilling shots at her and she do- you're right. I noticed the same as I was also captain of my high school soccer team. Oh my Don't gosh. Guys, I played soccer for like a couple years. She has none of the skills, none of the none instinctive of the sp- skills to uh, uh, of a keeper, right? Right. So and it's hard to be a keeper. It is very hard. It hard oh, guys, hardest. this is not kids, a sports when podcast. Kids, Save it's it. Fine. When they're kids, it's fine. But when they're adults, he's just drilling shots straight at Well, her. she hasn't been playing for years. She's going making food. But why? First of all, oh, I want to talk about the London. Oh, the best, the, the best line of the whole movie. The move. The line that made me legit laugh is when Jane Seymour is walking down the line and and Gordon Ramsay and everybody's food and she hands a, a woman two pieces oh. of a split loaf of bread which the woman then has to put on either side of her I head and Jane Seymour so says what are laughed. you and the girl goes a moron sandwich oh. I was like I a moron laughed. sandwich was the funniest fucking part of this movie and by the way that's in like minute two and then it goes downhill from there but Holy at that point shit. I was like oh we might be in for a really fun ride but why did she leave we never got sorry I've all of this build up which is to say like we never understand why she left why she early. left to go to England to in the first visa? Place. And why do we? Oh. Why do we? Why are we rooting for her to stay or be home? To kind of no put idea. some markers on it, she was obsessed with him. I guess he didn't know that, so I think she went away because she was like, "I am too into him. I need to like get out of town." But they never. They only. I thought they were exes first. I yeah. thought they were siblings. Then yes, then, which is troubling for a romantic which, comedy. Well, but I was excited to see a sibling movie. Yeah, I was excited Wait, to oh, see. Oh, not a, a romantic movie. No, no a well, sibling movie. Yeah. I, was are, excited, I feel like they're underrepresented. I was excited to see a sibling movie that might have romantic undertones. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is <clears throat> no big deal, a category on Pornhub. Um, uh, but 
Um, if they were not siblings, right. they were not former lovers or exes. They right. were just, you know, she just in voiceover, like has an aside about like needing to get away from him or no wonder I had a what crush reason? on you or whatever. Yeah. And then she comes back and it's as if he's the love of her life when she sees, when right. he does the double take in the bar. Oh, it's the It's best. the greatest <laughs> double take. Please. Please, um, fans, edit together that double take just over and over and over again. I mean, again. they and they really pump it from they a directing, really do. from a directing standpoint and an acting standpoint. Everyone is bringing their a game on this double take, and then and again, just to get me back to the scene that I really want to talk about. He sees her, and his first instinct is, let's get out so I can drill balls at you. And someone says, hey, it's raining out. And you think, oh, maybe it'll be a light mist. They shoot this fucking thing in disaster movie rainstorm. I mean, why? first of all, all I could think of, how miserable is every actor on that day? Every actor. And and not because not just our leads go to the soccer field. Everybody. All of the patrons of Luigi's Bar. Yes. Without there, an umbrella to be There's seen. a couple umbrellas in the background, but Perfect. most of them are completely just getting drenched, and they're so excited about it. It seems like the entire bar, the owner, the bartender, everyone leaves to go out to the soccer I field. guarantee everybody got sick on that, yes. on that, on oh. that shoot. I mean, it, I've never been more uncomfortable so, than in rain shoots. So oh. and, we're supposed to understand, and, and this is what's confusing, because it, it all pays off in the end when I guess she lets him win the final pizza contest. Contest? Well, because she always says, admit it. You, you let, let me win? Or you, you never let-, let me win? But I never understand, like, he, what- Oh, <clears throat> she, I believe she would always win, but he would say, I let you win. Got and it. then she would say- you you no you didn't or like wasn't okay, that okay? But the, then in the rain soccer game, he's not letting her win. No, and he's in fact winning. He scores yes, on her way more. She never get honestly. She, she never gets three. a shot to. She saves three. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you soccer fans out there, for if you uh, for if you're listening to Men and Blazers, you've just come over here. <laughs> this is kind of a little crossover talk. I'd love to talk English Premier League right now. <laughs> get Franklin Leonard back Arsenal. over. Arsenal. Uh, so I mean. <laughs> I mean, this. So this whole movie is is predicated on this unrequited, super passionate love. But he never has to come to it. She never has to come to it. There and their breakup. I literally was like when they or when they got like upset with each yeah, other. Yeah, what's their their their, no their end of the no second issue. act fight was? I I I wrote. Why are they mad at each other? Right yeah, now? yeah. I, I couldn't figure it out. No uh, idea. I mean, I'll tell you. <laughs> Sorry, I just want to go back to the in the rain scene. Yeah, they all <laughs> they all go out to their thing and and they're starting it up. And she's got two like wildly stereotypical Italian like girlfriends. Oh yeah. And she's like, "You set this up," and they're like, "I don't know." They're like like crazy like Italian. I stereoty- hear those men in <laughs> London really get you hot. <laughs> oh, well, like, he's an investment. Who was like the he? She goes. Uh, Oh, he was an investment banker who had a sizable portfolio, but oh, didn't yeah. know how to manage yeah, it. She, is that how you ladies they, talk well, to? What's so crazy about that scene is they literally sit down for one second with her after not seeing her for five, five years, years and immediately hound her on like the graphic details of her sex life. <laughs> yes, who and, you and, fucking? Which are bad. How are they? Oh, dick? Which are bad? Like apparently, like she, like straight in a row, says three negative things about the men in England. <laughs> 
<laughs> like trashes them, trashes them about going down on girls. Oh, about yeah. their, trashes them about their how, dick size. About their dick size and use and able to, abilities to use it. She's like. They get into it. Anyway, they go out to the soccer field and yeah, her friends are like, yeah. And then one of her friends, they cut to her receiving a phone call (laughs) because she says, oh my God, little Sal's got diarrhea. I have to go. (laughs) It's like, why? Why are they they explaining that the friend needs to leave? Who cares? She's like, I'm not shooting this rain by scene. By the way, if she doesn't want to be in the rain scene, like she doesn't have to be. But there, there are some amazing things to watch. Like, uh, I guess there's like a famous uh, story of who's the guy in Lawrence of Arabia, Peter O'Toole, who said that you know whenever he would uh, be in a big group scene, he would try to find a way to hide himself so he didn't have to be with the big group, so he could like do less coverage. And in this movie, when you watch it, like Danny Aiello is always like. Dip, 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 dip. <laughs> yeah. He he has one shot that's isolated, or they you know they got him in this thing, but especially at the airport at the end, yeah. he is so far away from that group, not a part of it. And I, I watched stuff like that. I watched the extras. There's a guy holding a sign <laughs> at an airport. I couldn't get over him. Everybody <laughs> just watching the one pass of just extra work on this movie is amazing. Oh my god! When he when Danny Aiello says and when Danny Aiello says uh, sausage and peppers, that was my nickname. Ew. Like, yeah. what, like Mr. Sausage, I get. Whatever, but sausage and peppers. Like, <laughs> what are the peppers? I think sausage are is the, the penis, is peppers are the balls. But why are the peppers the balls? I wouldn't want to be called Ooh, sausage I, peppers. I usually say that. Ooh, careful with the peppers. <laughs> um, do we think that they... Um, are we to believe... Turn, turn, turn the sausage. Don't turn burn those. Sausage. Don't burn those. Don't peps. burn those peppers. Lick the peps. Bite the sausage. Ooh, careful oh. with those peppers. Oh, those peppers are very sensitive. The skin on those Ooh, peppers. That's a spicy pepper, huh? <laughs> what are these seeds doing in my peppers? <laughs> ah, I gotta put on. I gotta put on my junk trunks. To protect, oh I gotta put on my junk trunks so to protect my sausage trunk. and peppers. <laughs> junk trunks was is crazy. Is that a phrase that has no. ever been uttered I guess before? Probably. It's well, probably drunk. A, it's drunk. probably Canadian slang. <laughs> oh, and are we to believe that in Canada people also hate uh, all Indian people? Yes, that, that was, was that was like disturbing. that was the other thing where I was like. This movie is new. This is a recent movie. Yep. For it to have days ni- old, days 1980s old. era stereotypes is crazy. I, I mean, they call one of the characters Slumdog. He goes, Jai Ho Slumdog. What? And then, Up and again. then. So the great, so, okay, I re- my favorite character in the movie was Jesse, not Jesse. The Indian girl from the other, from okay. Jesse's. I don't know who she was, but I thought she was yes. one of the stars of the film. Yes, yeah. both. I would both. watch a whole movie about her. So one thing we've not even broached yeah. is the plot of the movie, which is that <laughs> which is that Hayden Christensen and Emma Roberts's fathers were the reason they're best friends is because they were all family. Their yes. fathers were best friends and had their own pizza place. And so blah, blah, blah. It was family, the whole family under one roof, blah, blah, blah. At the end of the cold open, the fathers get into a fight and separate. And so now they have- After winning the best pizza competition. Right. And so now they have and side bikini by contest. side. Yes. Pizza competition <laughs> and bikini contest. No big deal. Put them together. A little spice and a little nice pizza. But male and female bikinis, although 
the men's I appreciated the, the men's men bikinis are more bike shorts, but that's fine. Um, and then uh, <laughs> so then they have side by side competing pizza restaurants, yes. and they are in a feud. Okay, right. it's a very uh, you know you could simplify and say it's a real Romeo and Juliet situation sure, in a pizza place. Um, but each pizza place has its own Indian yes. work like like they, pers- employee employee. They split down the middle because I would say that one of the things that was so confusing to me was that first scene there are eight people working in one small yes. pizzeria and I was like there's too many people here. and there's and and no client no uh, customers yeah. yeah I feel like all you need in a pizza place of that size that square footage is one person making the pizza yep a single person, one person, maybe not even waitressing because it seemed like to be picked. Right <laughs> it seemed to be like Get a Marcus Lemonis on the phone right oh, now. Situation. Marcus, call us. And then one person, really two people, one person at the cash register and yeah. one person making the yeah. pizza. Uh, okay. And this is what, it. And if Marcus Lemonis was coming in to say this, he would say, he would say, you need to mend this feud and get back together because yes. this was never better than when yes. you did it together. People he would say process, process product. product. That's, That's what we're doing. What we got. That's what, guys, I'm not even kidding. Please, if you're out there and you know Marcus Lemonis. He's tweeted at us. I, I, I'm, that's fine that he's tweeted at us, but we need him on the show. Oh, we he'll need come him to the on show. this wow. show. He wants to come on the show. He's in Chicago, right? Uh, but he's in L.A. a lot. Ne- oh, okay. Because I was going to say, next time we go to Chicago, I want Marcus Lemonis on this we show. We should find like a, a movie, like a big business, where someone's stuck, like uh, like <laughs> the worst, a like a bad that. version of Baby Boom. Yes. Like, you know, and then be like, yes. what did she do wrong with the baby? Also, at Marcus, if you agree... To come on this show, you can be 100% in, in control. Charge. In charge. <laughs> you play the sound clips. You tell Devin when to hit the theme song. This songs. is a dream you, come true for you me. You have host. no idea. Marcus, you run the show. <laughs> um, you do the ad reads. Uh, uh, this movie, but but even between the two uh Indian All the ad reads workers. are for Marcus Lemonis businesses. He's like, Carmax. Sweet Pete's. Sweet Pete's. <laughs> the simple Greek. Dad bags. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Marcus. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Camping world. <laughs> <laughs> we love Marcus Lemonis. We just, love you, Marcus Lemonis. Just so you know, there is an episode where we talk about Marcus Lemonis. We cut out, I would argue, <laughs> 20 minutes of that conversation. Did we, did we cut that? it out? 20, we got to put it up as an extra. I mean, we've got about 20 minutes. Out. You were not there that night, June, but we went deep into I Marcus. I didn't even know you watched the show, Jason. Of I'm course so I watched the show. You, do you watch the show just because he's Greek? Of course. I. I well, contractually, I have to watch all shows in <laughs> Greece. That is part of the deal. And also because, you know, that's all my family wants to talk about is any and all Greek shows. Would you make a, a version of this movie that's like a Greek-centric version of this it's movie? It's called My Big Fat Greek Wedding. This, and and absolutely. Andrea Martin in both. Andrea Martin is in both. Andrea Martin, I was going to mention that at one point, but Andrea Martin is the grandmother, is has now played stereotypical ethnic grandmothers of Greek and Italian descent. She's Armenian, and she's also from Maine. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Um, yeah, and and uh, and doing amazing work. I Listen, thought she so was, was Alyssa so Milano. Good like, I thought Alyssa scene. Milano was a breath of fresh air. She was great. In this I, I, I appreciated her a lot. I, I actually really, say, really did. I actually liked the two uh, brothers, too, Salvatore and Vincenzo. I thought, I, I actually don't think that there were any like, I don't know. I liked all the color around this movie. I, I, I do believe I like the color around this movie. I think that there had some issues with 
some things. Main characters. Yeah, the main so characters. So that's my favorite thing about watching bloopers in movies because you can tell the relationship between the actors by watching that gag reel at the end. There's not a single shot of Hayden Christensen and Emma Roberts enjoying themselves, nope. having a laugh. Nope. Someone messing up a line, the other one sort of smiling. They There was not a single single piece of footage that I, they could use to show like, oh, these two people could stand being in a room together. Their meet cute, or not their meet cute, but their like falling in love montage is my favorite thing where they clearly got the rights to shoot at like a festival, like a, like, you yeah. know, like a San Gennaro feast or something like that. And all they do is try on different Italian stereotype shirts. It's like, like, uh, what are you looking at? My flags? And there's like little Italian flags over both breasts. And it's like, I'm the real Italian stallion. And it's like, my macaroni is always al dente. You know, it's like just like real. like, And they're just like, oh, my gosh, these are great. Like, they love those shirts. Oh, yeah. And I felt like they almost love those shirts more than they love each other. For sure. <laughs> For sure. Well, he's like, get up early in the morning. I'm picking you up. And then he picks her up at like dawn yeah. to bring her to a street festival. A street festival? So they can buy t-shirts. I mean, and then they go and blow up fruit, uh, vegetables rather, again at the old man's. Um, and leave him a gift basket. But then they leave him a gift basket. <laughs> but then. I like, what is this? I they see know. water. And unlike Gremlins, they drive right towards it to get wet again on yes. that bike. To get wet. And then they go at that. Just so they can go home and take their clothes off, I assume. Like, I assume yes. in Canada, maybe this is Canadian, actually. In Canada, people can only get naked if their clothes have been soaked through. And there's no <laughs> yeah, other reason it's, to. It's, it's more pure. Which, is, um, which maybe makes sense as to why on a non-summer day when they said it was cold out... The fire hydrant was out yeah. and 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 uh, and going. Well, yeah, let's people listen in to their. Have to like get in the bath with their clothes on, then take them off <laughs> to then get in the shower. There's gonna be <laughs> such a Reddit thread of I'm sorry, Canadian Canada. fans of the show. We're just drawing conclusions based on what we saw about listen, your movie. Listen, I'm trying to understand. We with an open heart and we open want mind. to understand your culture. They if love just, Starbucks. We know that. <laughs> oh, that was crazy. I couldn't even too. follow that Starbucks run. I mean, the Starbucks I, I thing. They, what was that they're addicted there. to caramel lattes? Yes. Andrea Martin drinks a number 17 of, of them? lattes that I'm not even kidding would hospitalize her. <laughs> yeah, there were she, 10. She's too she old for that much on that table. That was unsettling. And they react to Starbucks as if, again, to DeJune's point, it was just invented. Like, what is this new coffee place in town? Oh, two more! Everybody's got, oh my God, two more. Everybody, everybody sounds like it's Mario Brothers. Um, like, I feel like the director sent everybody Mario Brothers as, a, as like well, an accent. Research. Well, speaking as like of a cornerstone for their accents. Speaking of Mario Brothers, uh, let's talk about Luigi. Sure. The Asian man who has a very thick Italian accent. And the entire time I'm like, okay, are they not going to even, you know, touch this, broach this? Uh, and then they do, and and here you go. Those sound like excuses of a man who's not being honest with himself, huh? I'm not being honest with myself. Can you pause for a second? Luigi 
again is 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 not Italian, and and the even the Italians in this movie speak with so much incidental actual Italian yes. in their dialogue. They have they are peppering. Oh, yeah, you work the peppers. Ooh, they work are the peppers. peppering all of their sentences with real Italian words, yes. which which does it doesn't make any sense. Well, does it, does, it just doesn't make I, I grew up in a family where people spoke Greek and they never yeah. would just insert Greek words. Nope. I, I'm the same way. But listen to what's going on here on the accent, the story. So we have this man, an Asian man who has Thank a you. very yeah, sorry. thick uh, Italian accent, which you just heard a little bit of. And listen to this. Look, I'm, I'm not trying to be mean or nothing. All right. But have you looked at yourself in the mirror? Luigi, your real name is Li Ping. You're Chinese, bro. When are you gonna be honest with yourself that you're not even Italian? <sighs> Here's that accordion. You know, when I told my dad I was gay, he, uh, he threw me out of the house. Are you still my friend? Luigi, come on. You think I wouldn't be your friend just cause, what, you like guys, so what? No. Because I'm not Italian. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, you're Chinese, this, bro. <laughs> this reveal that Luigi is gay plays very late in the movie. Luigi is a side character that doesn't really even deserve this treatment. Very fun. Liked him in the movie a lot. But when he reveals he's gay, I'm like, I, I, my jaw dropped. It was like, really? Because it's like, because it's like, <laughs> I was like, where is this? What is going on? I love and this as a double reveal. Because I, up until this point, assumed he was just an Italian man. <laughs> you thought this was like Gene Simmons in that movie. I, with, like, well, uh, I guess yeah. this guy's just Italian. Here's the thing, people. Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect, but also on the stuff you don't. Let me explain. Did you know with your Walmart Plus membership, you can save money on gas? Yeah. Save gas while you drive the kiddos to soccer practice, plus visit your in-laws, plus venture into the wilderness, plus wherever you want to go. Because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with free delivery, perfect for ordering new remote batteries or coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you. And then, you know, eat all your snacks that you have stored in the back of that pantry for movie night. How dare they? Plus, you can actually even save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more because savings is what this whole Walmart Plus membership is all about anyways. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount Plus, plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions, $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. Today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp. You know, there are things that we need to get off our chest. Maybe someone in your life, a loved one, is driving you crazy, but they don't mean to be driving you crazy. And you want to vent and you want to get it out, but you just don't want to drop it on them because you're not really mad at them. Maybe you're mad at yourself because we all have these things that set off our stressors, right? We keep them bottled up and they start to affect us. And we start to then affect other people because our energy is off. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire 
you get matched. And then guess what? If you don't like your therapist, you can switch to another licensed therapist at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bonkers today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonkers. I was traveling with my kids. We stopped to get breakfast at Shake Shack. And my kids said, mom said we can have milkshakes. And I was so tired. It didn't make sense to me. But I was like, if June says the kids can have milkshakes, I'll get them milkshakes. I got them milkshakes. June's like, I never said that. And you know what? I felt ripped off. I felt ripped off by my own kids. And that's the feeling I don't ever like to have. I never like to get ripped off by anyone. And that's why Harry's started their company of Harry's Razors, because they saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry, and they decided to do something better. That's right. They decided to do a razor that had a great price, high customer satisfaction, that had a no-risk trial, and they have other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors, okay? I love the body wash, and they have deodorant that smells damn good. I gotta tell you, I love these razors. They are perfect, and now I am a paying subscriber. That's right. So do not settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3. That's right. Go to harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. Do we ever find out who they're talking to? I know this is a small point, but like narration always, I think- all right, so it is to us. It wasn't like it wasn't to Jane Seymour. I, I thought that maybe oh, it th- they been. may have told her the whole story when she showed up at the wedding. I also thought that Jane Seymour was at their new restaurant. Did not realize it was a wedding, and did not realize it was a that, wedding. Oh yeah, it was the wedding. Their wedding? Yeah, because they're dancing. No, and not she goes, their wedding. Oh no, the grandparents' wedding. The grandparents oh, wedding. Oh, oh, okay. Wait, at Pizza Organica. Yeah, yes. Pizza Organica. At Pizza Organica at the end of the movie when Jane Seymour is there, that's a wedding? Yes. yes. Oh, I didn't catch that. That You thought it was like the opening of a restaurant. That's what I assume. And she's just, Jane Seymour is now a part of this wedding. Like, she's crashed the wedding. So well, let me get this straight. probably thought it was the, the opening of the restaurant because there's yeah. five million signs that say Organica. Pizza Organica. <laughs> because finally they are bringing organic ingredients right. to but pizza. But if you are having a wedding, hosting a wedding for your grandparents to get married, do you need that much signage? Also. <laughs> Literally on every table, there's a giant sign. Also, like, 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 they were still long? open for business. For de- they were still open for oh, delivery. So they had pain delivery, yeah, delivery takeout. Taken? How long has it taken to get Pizza Organica up and running? Right. So I think both both dads must have sold their shops. Sure. And they took over that corner to make a bigger. I restaurant. it is knocked okay. off the middle wall. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. but they okay. right. they handed they their business it. over. They redid it. And I, then how long? I think they're up and running because the kitchens are still there. I mean, again, I'd love to talk to Marcus about this, but the kitchens are still there. They knock out a wall. But it looks like. They accept a new bar, a real nice that's new really, bar, like right. centerpiece six bar. Six months. Six months. But then so, <laughs> there was no employee training. So uh, it takes six months to like build it out and get it ready and I'll do all the work to get it. They've got a pizza organic a neon sign outside. Now You're they telling already me, know people in the community already know this. There's pizza there. Jane Seymour has arrived to beg. Uh, Emma Roberts to come back and work for her because I don't know what, but you're saying like she's allowed six months to pass. Well, but she did say that the other chef she put in charge made hire someone else. She hired the other guy and then he gave the critic like a diarrhea. Oh, so much diarrhea in this movie. movie. By which, by the way, I don't mind. But by the way, (laughs) 
And I, and I appreciate that about you. You really look kindly. You, you throw uh, a kind you know what? diary. Here's film. what I want in a movie. I want a believable love story. I want, I want colorful side characters. And then I want hot, wet dumps. Uh, now, June, can I ask you a question? Because maybe I'm misremembering this. But at the end of the movie, right before the credits hit, I thought they were at Pizza Organica. They are having a wedding. Jane Seymour's there. There's a dance. There's a lot going on. And then a man fully in Indian garb gets up and says, hey, everybody, get the fuck out of here. So that's a part of the gag reel. Yeah. Oh, so that okay. was the first clip from the gag reel that, that, oh, that, okay. so Indian okay. restaurant. <clears throat> Wait, when did that they go to? That was from oh, that like, the, uh, sensual curry restaurant or whatever the yes, fuck that okay. was. Remember when we need to talk about the reefer? Can I? Oh, we need to talk about the reefer. We need to talk about the policewoman who like felt up. Everybody, every woman in this movie acts like Hayden Christensen is the single greatest looking man in history. And that's what's troubling. I do think. I do think that the hair and makeup department on this movie should be taken out into a field and <laughs> shot. A Canadian field? <laughs> yes, a giant Canadian field. A giant Canadian field. How about just the put him in a they goal? They started to spray tan him because they were looking at the yeah. dailies and were like, oh, something is very, very wrong here. Um, but I have to leave. Um, <laughs> June does have to leave. June, any final thoughts before you go? No. I mean, I couldn't make heads or tails of it. No, listen, we stopped the movie a number of times to just do things, and we had a, a couple of errands to run. So it was a real stop-start experience. This movie felt like five hours long. It's an me. hour oh. and 40 minutes, and it just is yep. long. I stopped it at one point to be like, well, I must be near the end, and I was Not 22 minutes That's when we that's, stopped it, too. That 22-minute 20 20 mark is, is, those 22 minutes are... And then, from Hours 22 long. to 20, it feels so long because we stopped it twice. It's still 20 minutes? Yep. Uh, thank the, you, June. Thank you. I, oh, there are so many things, well, June, Jason, that I want to know your opinion on. Do you think the grandparents were having sex in the church up until they got caught? <laughs> Is that like where they go to fuck? No, I feel like they no. were, yeah, they were very pure. Okay. Um, how crazy, I, just because I want very quick June reactions off of these things, when, at the pizza contest, when, when, when they finish the contest, Emma Roberts pulls, like, uh, like, he wins, she lets him win, she walks off stage, her suitcase is there, there's a cab waiting. A yellow when, cab. A yellow cab waiting. When she gets to the airport, she's had a full wardrobe change. She's now in, like, a pink flouncy dress. Like, what's... Ah, anyway, sorry. And what kind of a traveling outfit was that? Yes. Well, I may have a lot to say about her costumes, but I don't know if I have to save it for a mini. <laughs> June's got to run. She's a professional businesswoman. We'll see you later, June. Uh, but Goodbye, all, June. All this talk, though, makes me go like, there is no real reason, though, that you needed to say it was Canada. Right? I mean, there's nothing in this movie that's specifically Canadian. Like, they could have faked it. I, I think they contractually had to for some reason. I guess Air Canada did there give them a lot of money. It must be. Wait a minute. Is this one of those Canadian? Is Hayden Christian Canadian? Uh, Christensen. Uh, it, it might be one of those like uh, it, one of those like. Did the Canadian Film Board make this movie? Kind, okay, kind so of like movies? that, like a Gooby esque kind it's of like thing. Like their money, so they have. He to, is a Canadian actor oh, and so producer. Yeah, this is adding. Uh, okay. This is adding. Yes. Up. All right. All right. <laughs> And then I think the writer might also be. Oh, oh wow! Boy. This is a now, real. Now we're getting into. By it. By the way, I'm. F 
Uh, so yeah, they really have to make a big deal. So out I, of it. I bet that's why it's so specifically Canadian. Oh, and the writer is also Canadian. Yeah, see, now Vinay uh, Vermani. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is okay. All right. So okay. I think I think they had to. I think that was. I bet that is part of it. And which financed is, by the Canadian government. Yeah, yes, basically because they have a, they Canada. have the Canadian government has a like a, a a film board that basically finances movies right. to be shot in Canada that have a certain amount of Canadian uh, performers and yes. all the rest. We can yes. I'm sure talk to our. I'm sure a lot of Canadian people are going to weigh in on all of this on the message board. Uh, we we need to get into it deeply. Um, there was one, or I'd say two really <laughs> funny performances. I love the mortuary guy. Sure. He was very yeah. funny. Comes in straight up grabbing his dick. And 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 sniffing a heel. Yep. Great. Ooh, look at that big toe. Another performance I really liked was the uh, female police officer who's kind of accosting Hayden Christensen. It's all a big mistake. It's all just a... Hands against the wall. Shut up and spread them. Oh, my God. That is... Your carton oh, guns, sure. mister. You didn't declare that you had two amazing man guns. Uh, you hiding anything else? Oh, what have you got here? A six pack. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's eight. I'm going to go south now, okay? Hey, now. You packing heat here, mister? Off. My God. Were you breastfed? Is there anything in your pockets that might be sharp or hard or pokey in any way? But that was like from a different movie. Yes. That was like from a different movie where because she's she just wasn't like, high. She No, she wasn't high. She hadn't eaten the pizza. Oh, so at one point... The um one the prank of the, war. yeah during the prank war between the now uh, the former best friends competitive pizza owner dads, one of the dads replaces the They're other one oregano the one the other one's oregano with weed and by the way when you see the cut to that weed that's a lot that's of like weed. thousands of dollars worth of weed and so that guy had to go buy that on the legal market and yep. then grind like yep. the amount of time you're grinding probably it. you know he probably mixed it in with oregano just so okay. it wasn't totally uh, okay a, a, like i bet it's a subtle but then they so he they feed weed to all of their patrons but the patrons are then acting as if the weed is like ecstasy or peyote. I mean, I, I was like, oh, is it mushrooms? They put magic. Because, look, Jason, I've never smoked weed. I know you have never smoked weed. I don't believe in it. And, and and so the idea that you would see these people reacting, I would say this is the most truthful performance of weed. Like an old woman is atop one of the tables dancing erotically. Like, weed doesn't make you, like, horny and want to dance on tables. No. I don't think, again, I've never tried it. And, no, and I've never tried it either. I just watch movies to let me see how people would react to it. Exactly. But there's so many issues with that. Also, they're packed. We need Seth Rogen on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) My goodness gracious. Uh, It it, it was like, that was itself. But I didn't mind. See, that was the stuff that I was like, I don't mind prank wars between. uh, I love it. Like if the, if the story had been more about the rival pizza and I liked like stuff like I love, I liked that the wives of the warring uh, uh, best friends were still friends and would have secret, but they had like glasses of red wine in the planters. But it was a poured red wine. Not like they don't Not keep a, a bottle, bottle in there. Uh, no, they have pre-poured glasses of red wine hidden outside in planters. Uh, and they put it back in. Then the they pl- put it back in as if like, well, I'll come back later and have this plant wine. Oh, oh did you remember that scene where Luigi goes, he calls him bad Rocky or some of that? Or no, no. He says like, now no. you have to be Rocky. Yes. But they reference it earlier too because they play a Rocky theme, but they clearly couldn't afford the Rocky. Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, it's... An amazing theme here. Take a listen. Andiamo to the field! Luigi versus Leo, the rematch! It's the 
shot. Leo does a shot. Hey. Leo scores. Nikki does a shot. Hey. It's just just like one beat off. It's just off. off. There is so many weird, all of the, how about this? How about uh, when the flight attendant scene happens, mm-hmm. uh, Emma Roberts shows up at, at, at Hayden Christensen's house to play soccer, right? Yes. Ding dong, she rings the bell. Cab pulls up, uh, flight attendant comes out, ding dong, she rings the same bell. Uh-oh, two girls here to see the same guy. Right. Great. <clears throat> the guy comes down. Hayden Christensen's like, oh, Lisa, oh my God, hey, good to see you, to the flight attendant, and is like, all right, go on inside. Yeah. And then, so he, so the blonde goes upstairs into his apartment for, like, future bones up. Yeah. Get, now, ready, get ready for me. And now Nikki is like, Emma Roberts, rather, is like, okay, so I guess I'll see you later. And he's like, no, um, how about dinner tomorrow night? And my place right here where I'm going to fuck this girl tonight, you come tomorrow night and I'll make you food. I'll make you food tomorrow night. Tonight, not good because you just saw that girl go up there. I'm going to fuck that girl. He's a ladies man. But tomorrow, oh, I got to remember to wash my sheets. But okay. Anyway, tomorrow you come over and she's like, yeah, okay, I'll come over. I was like, what the fuck is going on? This is, I mean, she shouldn't be with him. She should go. I was rooting for her to go back to London. And there's a point yes, in the movie. Yes, go back to London. Go back, go back to London. Be a chef. You are killing it over there. And there's a moment where she says, like, you're never going to leave. She never asks him to leave. He never says he can't leave. If Marcus Lemonis was giving these people advice, yes. he would say to her, Go to London. Oh. Go to London. And if you want to come back later, having learned everything you need to learn, come back later. He could say to her, look, this the, family the is trying market, to destroy you. The pizza market in Canada is not strong enough for you to give up your career <laughs> to, from a very high priced uh, you know, uh, culinary institute. I'm Marcus Lemonis, and I'm pulling up to what the hell is this? Wait, where am I? Did I pass through a, a portal back in Am time? I in Italy? No, Marcus, you're in Little Italy. I would love... Because <laughs> they stopped him from driving his new car. They're uh, like, no, no, we have to give you a car from the 70s to drive into Little Italy. I would love that they would have made, like, a full, like, crossover promotion. Like, the profit goes to <laughs> Little Italy. Like, but it's just like, and it's all like, they have to all be their characters. No one's psyched. It's like the Star Wars holiday special, yeah. but with Marcus Lemos. <laughs> and he's like, what happened? You guys, wait a minute. So you're telling me... The guy next door used to be your best friend. So I went across the street and I talked to, to Vinny. Now, what they don't realize is he's got the sauce, but he's got the crust. And together, they make a great pizza. Now, I- now they can't let their personal problems get in the way of what I'm not kidding is the best pizza I've ever tasted. Now, I'm going to go to my lighting guy. You remember him from season one. He's going to put new light fixtures in, make this place look really shining. Remember when I met with those people that make plastic units for displaying things? What a great way to sell merch. <laughs> Now, you know when we reconfigured those uh, those small RVs to be uh, portable homes? We're going to make that into a food truck. How about Little Italy Tiny Homes? How about Tiny Homes Italy? By the Italy? way, instead of, instead of an app, they should have done a food truck. Yes. Like, why not? I mean, obviously do a food truck. The movie came out last year. Last year. Uh, Jason, do you want to know what the, uh, the uh, tagline for this movie was? Three generations, two families. One forbidden love. Ooh. But it's wrong it's because not. it's three generations, two families, two forbidden loves. Correct. Uh, the, I don't want to give short shrift to uh, Danny Aiello and Andrea Martin, who actually I really enjoyed in this movie. Oh, I thought their stuff was the most um, 
had the most actual chemistry. Yeah. Like they had their scenes together were were both funny and like very sweetly romantic in a way that the movie this is a romantic comedy, but the two leads don't have any uh any chemistry or any palpable kind of energy no. between them. I mean, look, I, I just to use the terms of the film, I felt that their chemistry was vente. Yeah. And I felt like uh, Hayden Christensen and Emma Roberts was uh tall. Oh, interesting. Grande? Grande, yeah. Uh, Grande. Or, or Trente, or I don't know, like whatever the... Oh, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. You're going the opposite way. Yeah, I yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought you were... No, like, Vente, yeah, 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 yeah. Vente and Tall, that's what I yes. kind of see. I mean, did... <laughs> and my other question is, did Starbucks pay to get in on this? They because had to have. They, they can't have they that shot much Starbucks. Scenes. Exterior Starbucks, interior Starbucks, Starbucks cups, so many Starbucks scenes. And it's only, they only discover, so interesting, they this only like, discover Starbucks when they are discovered flirting in the confessional, confessional. And the priest kicks them out, and then they discover Starbucks. By the way, this is like, you know, when uh, George Lucas and Steven Spielberg got together to make Raiders, you know, it's like, oh, well, these two great guys together. And that's how I kind of feel about this movie. Air Canada and Starbucks <laughs> coming together to make, to make a movie. Con- to make great content. <laughs> two of our greatest content providers. Um, well, uh, Jason, obviously, uh, we had some strong opinions about this movie. There are people out there with another opinion. It is now time for Second Opinions. The movie was a piece of shit, yet this person recommends it. Tell me what is the message? Maybe that art is subjective. Opinion. That is John Lajoie with his second oh. opinion theme, which I love Thank you, so John. much. So good. Okay. And I want to just reiterate to everybody out there, if you want to write a second opinion song, please send it in to us. Uh, yeah, love we to love play it. it. We have tons and tons of them. <clears throat> and we if haven't you're been a band, studio. if you're a new band, if you're a band, if you're an old band, if you're yes. a band that likes, if you're a band that listens to this show in the bus, on the in the van, on the jet, yeah. wherever you are, if you then write us a song. What Here the fuck? Is what the fuck, Silver Sun pickups? You fucks know you're listening. I talked to him about it. Here's the thing, though, people. If you're gonna submit anything, 28 seconds is the perfect length. Yep. 28 seconds and under. So take the pressure off yourself. And guess what? We'll if you've got a record coming out, we'll say uh, this this we'll song do was done thing. by them, and we'll tell those people about your dumb record. Uh, you Jason, turds. Jason, these are five-star reviews culled from Amazon. As of uh, today, oh, okay. uh, which is Halloween, there are only 42 reviews total for the film. 55% five stars. Um, and so I don't have many to read, but I have uh, these two. This is uh, from Sean Amadon, and it was written just a couple of days ago. My wife really enjoyed this movie. I, however, thought it was okay. But <laughs> since my wife is always right... I give it a 10 out of 10. <laughs> Five stars. Great. So that was the first one. This one is written by uh, Marilyn Campbell. Uh, as an actual culinary arts grad, oh boy. I truly appreciated the aspects that almost every food-related show completely ignores. And while some of it comes off as a joke, it makes it way more realistic and delicious. Yum. Ew. First of all, there isn't that much food talk in this movie. Very little, in fact. I mean, basically, she just says that pears 
cut down the acidity of cheese. The figs. The figs. figs. Oh, yep, figs. Yep, yeah, yep. yeah. And and, uh, and I guess smushing the tomato like a, but don't do it like a man. I mean, not much. <laughs> yeah, very little. She continues to go, the competitions, the family feuds, the families loving each other through the feuds, the multi-generational connections, because that is family. I love all of the fantastic quotes. Are there <laughs> fantastic quotes in this yeah, movie? I would love to know what those are. <laughs> and I want to remember them all. I, I can barely remember a line from this film. Uh, I'm just so glad I decided to rent this. A new favorite. Great job all around. Five stars. Wow. That's all I got. That's wow. all I got. Um, That's man. tough stuff. It is. And uh, so, like I said, this movie uh, came out September 21st. It's 102 minutes. It's rated R. For what? No, it may be cursing. I guess cursing, but there really isn't even much cursing. Just that kind of awkward ass shot of that one guy. Of Luigi. Luigi. We see Luigi's butt, but like... Emma Roberts is in a bra at one point, but that's but a very tasteful, but like totally very yeah. not 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 very, and it's not very sexually nothing very sexually. Like there's just some kissing. Do you think it's because they squeeze those tomatoes so hard? Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, opening weekend was uh, it that's, made, is it a Canadian R or an American R? Canadian R is Canadian. This, <laughs> is this when they stay out after six o'clock? <laughs> oh, well, this movie has them after uh, out. Yeah, they're, they're, night. they're out I- at dark, uh, you know. So this is an R-rated movie. We don't want kids to we see. We really this. should have had Seth on this episode. He could have answered a lot of our questions about Canada, guys. Uh, Canada, we'd love to come and do live shows in your country so we can understand what the fuck you guys are up to. We really needed an How audience. How did this get made in Little Italy, Canada? Set it up, dummies. Oh my God. Uh, so the budget, the opening week. And it made about, I would redo this movie oh, in Little Italy, Canada. I, I'm typing it in right now. <laughs> Little Italy, Canada. I think Canada. it's probably Toronto. All right. Little Italy. Uh, I mean, Can- I bet a bunch of cities have Little Italy's. Right. Uh, well, Toronto, yeah. yeah. Sometimes referred to as College Street West. It's a district in Toronto that's known for its Italian-Canadian restaurants and businesses. Uh, I'm looking at it. Uh, the, you know, they got a little movie theater there. By the way, it does not look like the place where they shot this uh, thing here. And there's a, uh, a statue of Johnny Lombardi on the street okay. who launched Canada's first multicultural radio station got from it. Little Italy. Oh, nice. Um, and, uh, oh, look at this. Uh, movies <laughs> filmed nearby. Nearby. Yeah. <laughs> Police Academy. Okay. Scott Pilgrim in the world. Uh, yep. Versus the world. Uh, the Long Kiss Goodnight. Uh, the TV series Beauty and the Beast. And uh, and that and is Little about, Italy? And, and near Canadian Little Italy. And but not this movie, Little Italy. No, not this this is not listed. No, no. Interesting. Uh, Italians arrived in Toronto in large numbers during the 20th century, and they settled in the area known as the Ward. Uh, by the 1920s, most Italians had moved west, and uh, the city emerged as Little Italy. Greece, uh, Greeks, very similar. Lots of Greeks in Toronto. uh, uh, Lots of Greeks immigrated to Toronto. It's like one of the largest Greek cities in the world is Toronto. Really? Oh, I did not know that. Yep. Uh, And one of the big uh, tourist attractions there is the Italian Walk of Fame, which has noteworthy Italian Canadians. Interesting. uh, Which I'm now just going to go there and just find out who those those are. Um, And uh, I, I don't see any ones that you would... You would immediately, <laughs> immediately recognize. Oh, boy. Uh, okay. So oh, the movie made uh, $200,000 in the opening weekend. No one knows what the budget is. It's already up to about a million, but not yet at a million. Um, the movie came in 
number 241 of all the movies released in the last 365 days. The top three of this year, Black Panther, Avengers, uh, Infinity War, Star Wars, The Last Jedi. It was beaten by The Meg, and it beat nothing. Oh. Um, oh. So there you go, people. This is Little <laughs> Italy. Jason, any uh, any final thoughts? Uh- <clears throat> this is some pretty wild stuff. I would watch it just because yeah. of how like how much of a parody of one of these movies it seems like. Yeah, you know, it's like they are they're t- they're they're the way the movie starts, especially. I would watch like I wouldn't watch this movie, but I would maybe watch the first half hour just to just to see how they're aping all of those old school like you know that's back when you can ride your bikes all around town. This is our little Italy. I, I do think it's a movie that's good to ride fast forward because when you see something interesting. If you stop it, it yeah. probably is something worth interesting it. might be happening. Yeah. But it's, it's not worth it through. to no. fully watch. No. Um, Even an hour and forty minutes. No, it's it's rough. It's rough. But it, there is some very fun, funny stuff. Some good performances by a lot of the supporting people. Enjoy I, the movie. Stay for the uh, blooper reel, which I'm always I can't a fan of. Believe the guy that did Mystic Pizza made this movie. Yeah, I mean, it's a real. I mean, clearly that was the connection that they wanted. Yeah. I mean, Emma Roberts too. It's like. This is this oh, is the new right Mystic Pizza. This yep. is the new. I uh, mean, is it the new Mystic Pizza? Yes. I don't know. If it is, who's Annabeth Gish? Right. I mean, the girl with the diarrhea kid. I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, people. Jason, um, your movie right now is out. Yes, the Long Dumb Road. It is out now in Los Angeles, in New York, in uh, Austin, I believe. It's also available on uh, and VOD. It is on VOD. You go to iTunes right now. It's called The Long Dumb Road. It is a movie that I am, like, the star, me and you Tony Revolori are the stars of this movie. From Spider-Man Homecoming you, and yep. uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Exactly. If you like me, if you think I'm funny on this show, on other shows, please go and rent or buy this movie. It would mean so much to me. That would be uh, I, amazing. I need people to see this movie. And also, it's genuinely very funny. It's uh, it's a great movie directed by Hannah Fidel. Uh, check it out. Uh, I will tell you that June is continuing to be on Grace and Frank. You can check that out whenever you want. And uh, right now, uh, I guess I can tell you, you could listen to Unspooled, which is a podcast I've been doing with Amy Nicholson uh, on the side, which has been a really fun experience. We've so this talking- was not an episode of Unspooled. Well, I think... Here's the thing. AFI hasn't updated their top 10 list for uh, 10 years. Okay. So I, I am predicting in the next year or so they will. And then this will be just This movie will be on it. Stream. Yeah. And so this will retroactively yes, become fit, an episode right. yeah, of Unspooled. Yes, 100, right. yeah, 100%. Okay, good. All right, people. Uh, big thanks to Devin, our engineer. And that is all for this week. I want to give a big shout out and thank you to Avril Halley for pulling all these amazing clips. Nate Kylie for doing all this research. Cody for doing all the producing side. Kelly Alto and Devin in the booth. We have a great time here. And next week we will see you for a mini episode where we will discuss everything that we didn't discuss here today. So give us a call at 818-PAUL-ASK to leave your questions about your life, your love, your job, whatever you want, or just to talk about this film, we are ready to hear from you on our How Did This Get Made mini episode. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway. 
and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.